Hey friend, welcome back to the show. I hope you are doing well. I hope you are enjoying your July and your summer so far. I'm very excited because I told you all in the last, some of the last episodes that we are on the road to 10,000 downloads. So I am excited to inform you just to update you and let you know we're still rolling. We're still moving toward that. <laughs> and if you have not um, left a review for the show, that is a huge help. So if you will go into Apple podcast and leave a review for the show, if you will rate and review that helps to push the show out further, which means more people will know about the show, more people can find the show and that can help us to reach our goal of 10,000 downloads. So I truly appreciate those of you who have shared the show with other people, who have left ratings, who have left reviews, who have shared on social media, those of you who have reached out to me in emails, those of you who have shared in your Instagram stories. I see all of the things. I appreciate it all. I see it all. Um, and I try to uh, respond and acknowledge that I've seen it when I can. So thank you all so much for all of that love, all of that support. It means the absolute world to me. And so if you could help us keep doing that, keep pushing, keep leaving those reviews, keep doing those shares, sharing the episodes, sharing the podcast with other people. I truly appreciate it. And I promise you, the second we get to 10,000 downloads, I will be so excited to let you all know. In the meantime, we're also coming up on our podcast anniversary. July 8th is the podcast anniversary. The Called and Confident podcast has been around for a year on that. I believe the 8th is Saturday. So it's coming up really quickly and I'm so excited. So next week, we're going to have our big celebration, our anniversary episode. So definitely check us out for that because you're not going to want to miss it. Okay. But today, today we are talking about seven things to remember when you're trying to find your calling and live life on purpose. Seven things to remember when you're trying to find your calling and live life on purpose. So let's jump into it. Most people have no idea what God put them here on the earth to do. In fact, countless women share with me that they just feel stuck and frustrated in life. If that's you, take a deep breath because that's completely normal and you're in good company. I believe that there are four main reasons for those feelings. Here they are. Number one, you're not sure what your gifts are. Number two, you're not sure what the Bible says about calling. Number three, you're not sure which training resources you might need. And number four, you're just not sure how to create an actionable plan to get started. And that's why these are the four main things that I address with my coaching clients inside of the Called and Confident Accelerator. Can you imagine knowing exactly what God created created you to do? Can you imagine having clarity for your life and business? Imagine feeling productive and free to flow with God. Can you imagine creating an actionable plan that provides strategy and structure for your life, business, and or ministry? And then I want you to imagine walking confidently as the woman that God created you to be. All of that is truly possible when you find your calling and live life on purpose. So let's get started. I want to personally invite you to join me inside of the Called and Confident Accelerator. There are only a few spots left for the month. So go to shaylahilton.com and click work with me. shaylahilton.com and I want you to click work with me or click the link in the show notes. So I am so excited for what's to come for you and I cannot wait to see you on the inside. Hey friend, welcome to the Called and Confident podcast where you will find strategies and solutions to discover your calling, get unstuck, and move in the direction that God is leading you. 
I'm Shayla and for many years I struggled doing all of the things but still wondered what was my true purpose. I did a little bit of this and a little bit of that but it just didn't feel like it was all coming together or making the impact that I had expected. I just felt like there was still so much more. Have you been feeling stuck in life and wondering if God has forgotten about you? If so, I can totally relate. My mission is to help you take action on your God-given assignment so you can confidently live healthy, healed, and whole. If you're ready to say yes to your calling and start moving forward, then you're in the right place. Girl, it's time for a little sister chat. You grab the popcorn, I'll grab the peanut M&Ms, and meet me on the couch. Let's get started. All right, welcome back to the show. I am so excited that you are here because today we are talking about seven things to remember when you're trying to find your calling and live life on purpose, okay? So as a coach, um, many of you probably know I do coach um, mainly women, but I do have some male clients. Shout out to my male clients out there as well. Um, And in these coaching sessions, there's so many important things that come up. So many things that people share that I'm like, that is so good. I can totally relate. I have been there. I know exactly where you are. And I know that many of you will be able to relate as well to some of the things they've said. So today I just wanted to share a few things that some of the ladies have shared with me recently. And I know it's going to resonate with you as well. So one woman said this, she said, there's just this stuck feeling that I struggle with. Do you get that? Can you relate to that? Just that feeling. And sometimes you can't even put words to it. You just feel like, oh, I feel stuck. I feel restricted. I feel confined to this place in life. Can you, can you relate to that? Have you ever been there? The second woman said this, she said, I go through days where I do not feel like myself, where I struggle with finding any satisfaction. I can relate to that. Can you relate to that? Have you ever been there? Been there? You're just like, who am I? Where am I? What is this? What's going on? And so, um, that was really powerful. And I was like, I know people will relate to that. The third woman said this, she said, I know this isn't my final destination. Surely this isn't what God has planned for me. And that was so powerful as well, because if you are, particularly those of us who are in Christ, we want to live for Christ. We want to please him. We're on this journey. We're just like, there has to be more God. There has to be more that you have for me. There has to be more that's a part of the plan. There has to be more that you put me here on the earth to do. And so people are trying to just figure all of that out. What does this look like, Lord? How do I go from here to there? How do I, how do I get to the place that you have for me? And so something that that's always sitting with me, <laughs> those feelings, those thoughts, the women that are sitting in those feelings and in those places, because I can relate. I was there for a very, very, very long time. And so some of the things that I've, I share with them is just some, some tips and some tools and some strategies and some resources and how to create an action plan to get from where you are today, get from that feeling of stuck, get from that lack of satisfaction, get from there, that feeling of there has to be more. How do we do that? How do we go from here to there? And in, in recently when I was uh, in my prayer time, I've been doing a lot of studying in the book of Philippians and a scripture jumped out to me and I thought, you know, that's really important for us to remember. And so today I want to share with you seven things to remember when we're trying to find our calling, when we're trying to live life on purpose, when we're trying to navigate that stuck feeling, <laughs> navigate that lack of satisfaction, navigate that place of there has to be more, that yearning for more. And so I wanted to share today with you all Philippians 2.13, and this is the CSB version. And it says, for it is God who is working in you 
both to will and to work according to his good purpose. I'm going to read it again. Philippians 2.13. For it is God who is working in you both to will and to work according to his good purpose. So as you were on your journey to discovering your calling, to finding your calling, to figuring out how you can live life on purpose so you can get up every day, get up in the morning feeling excited, feeling purposeful, feeling ready to conquer the day so that you get up and you do not have that annoying stuck feeling so that you can feel like yourself again, so that you aren't always struggling. So you aren't always trying to figure out how do I get out of this space? I want us to remember these seven things. Okay. Number one, God has all of the answers. So you don't have to. Okay. When we're on this calling journey, when we're trying to walk with God, when we're trying to figure out the direction and the path that he has for us, it's important that we remember that God has all of the answers. He is sovereign. He is all knowing. He has all of the answers and we don't have to, we don't have to have all the answers. We don't have to know how it's all going to work out or when it's all going to work out. We don't have to know the, the what it's going to look like next month, next year. We don't have to know what it's going to look like in five years. We just have to know that he knows <laughs> and we have to rest in that. We have to trust him. So lots of times those stuck feelings, that the, that discontentment, that lack of satisfaction, a lot of that in most cases is because we're trying to figure it out. It's human nature. We want to know. We want to figure it out. We want to figure out the steps we need to take. We want to apply the things we need to apply. But God wants us to remember today that we don't have to have all the answers. We're not going to have all the answers. And so we have to rest in him. We have to trust in him. And we have to know that he has all the answers and we don't. And that can be a bit uncomfortable, but we just have to, we just have to get comfortable <laughs> with knowing that we aren't going to know it all. We aren't going to have it all. Even when we are in our purpose, even when we feel like we're on the path that God has placed us on, we still won't have all the answers and we just have to rest in that. Okay. So here's the second thing for us to remember. We just have to obey. God will do all of the heavy lifting. So we often want to know, well, should I do this? Should I do that? Should I enroll in this? Should I go here? Should I move there? Should I start this? Should I take this job or that job? Should I leave my job and start a business? What We have all of these questions and all of these things. And we don't have to know. Again, we don't have to know all the answers, but we do just need to obey God. And as we submit ourselves to him, as we submit our will to him, our plans to him, and we just are obedient. We just say, God, I, I give you my yes. I want to do what you would have me to do. I want to move in the direction that you would have me to go. When we do that, he will do all the heavy lifting. He will do all of the maneuvering. He'll do all of the making sure the appropriate doors are open and, the, and that the right opportunities find you. He will do all of that. So we don't have to concern ourselves. We don't have to burden ourselves with all of the details of the hows and the whys and the when. We just need to be willing to obey. We need to be ready to obey him, ready to listen to his direction, ready to follow his direction when it makes sense and when it doesn't make sense, when it's comfortable and when it's uncomfortable. As we obey, we will see God do the heavy lifting. We will see him move the impossible. We will see him open doors that we know for sure were slammed shut. And so we just have to obey him and trust him. And so as you're working through your calling, as you're moving along this journey, just remember that you just need to obey God and he'll do all, the, all of the rest. Okay, here's the third thing. We have to remember that there's a deep work happening on the inside. 
So even right now where you're sitting, if you are sitting in a place of frustration today, if you feel overwhelmed today, if you are feeling dissatisfied with your life, if you are feeling like there has to be more, if you are feeling um, like you are stuck, you have to remember on today that there is a deep work happening on the inside of you. God is doing something on the inside of you. Back to our scripture, it says God is working in you both to will and to work according to his good purposes. He's doing something on the inside of you. He's working. He's building. He is fortifying you on the inside. He is creating you. He is uh, pruning you. He's doing things to make sure your character is developed. He's doing things to make sure that you trust him, that you are relying on him. He's doing things to make sure that you will walk with him and not walk away. God wants to make sure that you're stable, that you're on solid ground so that when he gets you to the place that he has for you, you'll still trust him. You'll still rely on him. You'll still lean on him. You won't lean on your own understanding. And so even when it feels like nothing is happening, even when you are at your brink, you are at the point of frustration, you are completely over it. You have to remember that there is a deep work happening on the inside of you. God is doing things in your soul. He is pruning your heart. Heart. He is fixing your soul. He is stabilizing your emotions. He is strengthening your mind. He is making sure that you are ready and equipped for what's next, for what's to come. Okay. Here's the fourth thing we have to remember. The evidence of the work just hasn't appeared yet. So you've been working, you've been trusting God, you've been believing God, you've been sitting with God, you've been waiting on God, you've been in the wilderness, you've been doing all of the things, right? And you're like, but there is no evidence. You don't see any fruit of all of your labor. You have to remember that the evidence may not have appeared yet, but it is absolutely things in motion. Things are happening and that the fruit will come to pass. All of the hard work, it will, you will reap a harvest because you have sown seeds because you trusted God, because you believed God, because you walked with him, because you waited on him and didn't do things in your own way. When there were people around you saying, listen, you are overcomplicating it. Just do this, 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 and this. And you said, but no, God told me to wait. God told me to do this. And they were like, you're being ridiculous. Just do this, this, and this. But you still chose to wait on God. And God saw that. And God was pleased with your sacrifice. He was pleased with your obedience, even though it may have been embarrassing. <laughs> your people, your friends, your family may think you're crazy. They may say, I don't know what she's doing with her life. She's wasting time. She's not getting anything done. What is going on with her? God saw your sacrifice. God saw your obedience. God saw that you chose to obey him, to listen to him, to wait on him, to walk with him instead of doing what may have been easier what may have been more convenient, what may have made more sense. And so the evidence of that, the fruit of that, of your obedience may not have appeared yet, but it will surely come to pass. You will absolutely reap a harvest because you've sown good seeds, you've waited on God and you've trusted God. And before you know it, he's going to open up a door for you. He's going to open up a path for you. He's going to show you what is to come. Okay, here's the fifth thing you have to remember. When you're trying to find your calling and live life on purpose, you have to remember that seeking God and waiting on him is never a waste of time. Seeking God 
and waiting on him is never a waste of time. You can feel like the days, the weeks, the months, the years are passing you by. You can feel like you are way, way behind in the race and that you've wasted so much time waiting on God. You've wasted so much time in prayer when you could have been out grinding and hustling and making it happen. You chose to sit in the secret place and wait on God. And and it can be hard to come to terms and come to grips with that, but you have to know today and you have to remember on today that seeking God and waiting on him is never a waste of time, never a waste of time. And so it may feel like you've wasted time today. You might think I spent all that time trying to pray. I spent all that time fasting and reading my Bible and serving at church and doing this and that, and nothing is working for me. Nothing is happening for me. You just wait on God because he is going to reward you. He absolutely is. God is a promise keeper. He is a promise keeper. He does not lie. He cannot lie. And he's always looking for his children who are faithful. He's always looking for his children who will obey in spite of. He's always looking for his children that will say, Lord, I just want to do what you want me to do, even when it's uncomfortable, even when it doesn't make sense, even when it looks like everything is falling apart, even when it looks like nothing is moving, nothing is progressing. I still want to obey you. God is looking for that and he is going to reward you. So you have to just remember on today, no matter where you find yourself, no matter what it looks like around you, your world could be crumbling (laughs) as we speak, right? But you have to know that seeking God and waiting on him is never, never, never a waste of time. It's never a waste of time. You will see the benefits of it. You will see it come to pass. You will see that you are anchored in a way that you didn't even know was possible. You will see that the time that you dedicated to prayer, the time that you dedicated to studying your word, the time that you dedicated to serving and supporting others, all of that's going to come back to you in a way that you never imagined. All of that's going to come back to you at a time when you least expect it. All of that's going to come back to you in a beautiful harvest that you didn't even anticipate. So keep seeking God keep trusting him, keep waiting on him and know that it's all, it's all adding up. It's all coming together. It's all going to come into, it's going to be momentum. And you're going to be like, wow, where in the world did this come from? Wow. How did this happen? Wow. How did I get to this beautiful place? And God will remind you, Holy Spirit will whisper in your ear and remind you it was the times when you were dedicated. It was the times when you were faithful. It was the times when you were consistent. It was the times when you continued to seek me when there was no logical reason why you should continue to do that. And he will remind you that all of that was working together for your good all along. Okay, number six, we're talking about seven things to remember when we're trying to find our calling and live life on purpose. Number six, so others may not be able to relate to what you're going through. Their path may be similar to yours, but your journey is unique, okay? Lots of times, well-meaning people will try to give you advice and tell you what you should do and what you need to do and how you need to do it and how you need to go about it and how you can get the results that they got. But maybe that's not what God wants you to do. Maybe that's not what God has for you. And you could be on a similar path as that individual, but your purpose, your calling, your journey is very unique, Because it's all about the way God created you. It's all about the way he knit you together in your mother's womb. It's all about the experiences that you've had and the gifts and the skills and the talents that he's placed on the inside of you. So their path is different. 
and they might want it. They might think that they're being helpful to you, but lots of times it's just causing more frustration and more hindrance because they're not willing to yield to God's plan for your life. They're just trying to push you along to get you to the place. But God is way more concerned about the journey. He's way more concerned about our progress. He's way more concerned about making sure that we yield spiritual fruit, that our characters are right along the way than he is ever concerned about us getting to the point, to the place, to the destination. So don't let people push you. Don't let people get you out of the place with God. Don't let people stir up comparison and stir up anxiety in you, stir up worry and fear in you because they're trying, they call themselves trying to help you, but it's doing the exact opposite. Okay. So you don't be moved by any of that because even if they have a similar path, their journey is not your journey. Your journey is your unique. God has you in a unique place on a unique path for a unique purpose. And he's getting you to the place that he created for you. So you have to remember to just shake that stuff off and say, thank you so much. I appreciate your comments. I appreciate your advice, but you know what? I'm going to sit right here and do it the way God told me to do it. I thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate all of that insight, but I'm going to sit here and wait on the Lord. I'm going to take all of that back to prayer. I'm going to sit and get, I'm going to wait until I hear from him myself. Okay. And there are many times where you'll have to do that and people will talk about you and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> they'll call you crazy. They'll say, I don't know what she's waiting on. I don't know what she's doing. She should have been had this, been had that, been done. You just let all of that just roll off your back and you go right back into prayer and listen for God. Listen for the direction from him. Do not let people push you off the path that God has you on. Do not let people push you in a totally different direction. Okay. And here's number seven. This is seven things to remember when we're trying to find our calling and live life on purpose. Number seven, God has a good purpose for your life. As long as you stay hidden in him and keep running back to him, you will experience that good purpose and you will find your calling. Again, Philippians 2.13 says, for it is God who is working in you both to will and to work according to his good purpose. So he has a good purpose for your life. He has a beautiful plan for your life. Your goal, your responsibility is to stay hidden in him, to know him, to go deep with him, to keep running back to him. And you will experience all that he has for you. He will bring it all together in a way you didn't even imagine. He will put you on the path that you're supposed to be on. He will show you your calling. He will show you the purposes and the plans he has for you. He will show you the people that are supposed to walk with you and walk you into it. He will make all of that clear to you. He will make all of that evident to you as you stay in him, as you dive deep into him, as you spend time with him, as you seek his face. And so one of the hardest things to do on this Christian journey, take it from me, this is my own testimony. One of the hardest things to do is to have desires of your heart, to have plans and things that you would like to see happen. And it's not necessarily happening in the timing and the speed that you would like to see, but your job and your responsibility is just to sit with the father, sit in his presence, seek his face, pray, worship, study. And it's, and you can, you will feel like what does this have to do with the thing that I've been praying about? And God says, seek my face. It says, seek ye first, right? The kingdom 
and all these other things will be added unto you. So as we're seeking, as we're sitting with him, and you can feel like, am I making progress? Am I doing anything? I just, I've been sitting here in this Bible all day. And God is like, that's what you're supposed to be doing. You, you focus on me, focus on spending time with me, focus on seeking me, focus on knowing me better, knowing me deeper. And all those other things will be added unto you. God said, I have all those things under control. I need you <laughs> to go deep with me. Okay. So as you were finding your calling, as you were learning to grow in Christ and live life on purpose, make it your business to seek him all the more. Spend more time in prayer. Spend more time in worship. Spend more time serving. Spend more time with a community of like-minded believers, people who are serious about their walk with Christ like you are. You, that, you need all of that. And you'll see and you'll feel like, am I making progress? And all the while you are making exponential progress and you don't even know it. You will be soaring in the realm of the spirit and you have no idea because it doesn't seem like anything's happening in the natural. But trust me, when you devote that kind of time to God and to seeking God, you will be soaring in the realm of the spirit. You will be light years ahead in the realm of the spirit. So then the natural just has to catch up with all the hard work, all of the, all of the discipline you've been putting forth in the spirit realm. All right. So I'm praying for you. I am praying for you as you are on your calling journey. I'm praying for you as you move toward Christ, as you continue to live life on purpose, as you continue to seek him all the more. So he will make your calling clearer and clearer and clearer to you. And you'll see that as you sit with him, as you seek him, you'll be like, oh, wow, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is why I was created. This is why he put me in the earth. And then you will feel a speed come upon you and you will have the speed and the anointing and the discipline and you will have uh, the character built to do everything he created you to do. And then you will be able to run in a way that you never imagined and you will be soaring and flying and just getting it done in the things of God. Okay, so that's my prayer for you that you are moving and flowing with God. I pray you have a fantastic week and I will talk to you again soon. All right, sis, I know you have to get back to your day, but I hope this was helpful and I pray it blessed you tremendously. Before you go, can you leave me a written review for the show on Apple Podcasts and share this with another sister who is ready to confidently walk in her calling? Oh, and don't forget to connect with me on social media. I appreciate you and I want you to know that I'm praying for you. Just remember, God's got it and God's got you. Talk to you soon.